All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we jump into this podcast, I do want to say um, we live streamed this recording, and my goofy butt forgot to press record to separate the video from the live stream, so I do not have the news segment of this week's podcast, but we still do have the most important part, which is our review of The Lost City, so stay tuned and we'll get right into that. just wanted to explain why things are a little bit different this episode. So this week we watched The Lost City which stars Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, and uh, Brad Pitt are the most notable names. Directed by, oh, directed by two people, Aaron and Adam Nee. I wonder if they're brothers. Um, and here is the synopsis of it, just to explain it a little bit. So um, it's about an author, Loretta Sage, who writes about basically exotic uh, places and like horny stuff, adventure, popular adventure novels, and they feature a cover model named Alan. And while, while she was on her book tour, she was promoting her new book with Alan, and she gets kidnapped by a billionaire who would uh, is trying to find this like ancient city's lost treasure, and sh- they need her help to find her because she's the only one that can translate a certain language. And so determined to prove he can be a hero in real life and not just on the pages of the book, Alan sets off to rescue her and go on an adventure. Where do we begin with this? Oh, actually, down the road because it's, it's just a non-spoiler, so. Um, I'm real. I didn't really like it. Okay, we'll go into like, it. I, I, knew, I came in with the expectation that it's a Chen and Tatum movie, and, and it just kind of... It, it's at the bar even lower for me somehow. Like, he's not that great of an actor. He's not even that funny, in my opinion, to be real with you. Well, you have to go in with an open mind, not an expectation, or you're going to try and think about I mean, there's, it. There's, that's, that's, how, that's what I do, at least. I mean, I tried. Like, like there was Sandra Bullock in there. She's good. She's a good, ass, good ass actor. Like, I loved her in Gravity, and uh, and I actually did love that movie. But like, to have her like such a serious actor sometimes with, with someone Channing, like him <laughs> with with a uh, with a step up main actor. Uh, I don't know if y'all recall his step up days, but he just like that was his like only serious role in my opinion. And even then, it was kind of goofy. Uh. I don't know. Like I said, I just didn't really like the movie. Hey, yo, fuck this movie. I saw way more of Shining Tatum's ass than I ever needed to in my entire life, and for that, it is a pass for me. You saw okay. you saw Channing I disagree. I feel like it was refreshing to see like the OG Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, and not Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Tom Holland. You know? Like, those Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock are like, Tom Holland has been in one jungle movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it was refreshing to see them. And the fighting, okay. Uh, actually, I'm just going to say one thing right now. That's it. Okay. Would you recommend? Yeah. You would recommend. I am 100% on board with Anthony here. I think it's a totally refreshing rom-com. It's one of the better rom-coms I've seen in a long while. It has a very solid story. It's a bit corny, but I think that's a little bit charming with it. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe did a pretty solid job as a villain. Um, the only thing issue, big issue I had a thing with was Jane Tatum was all right, but um, I never bought in with their whole romance thing. They just never, to me, they never yeah. clicked. Even in the end, they just felt were super forced. But I would totally recommend this film. It's, it's pr- and like I said, a lot of rom coms are really super cheesy and stuff. But I'd like that this thing kind of tried to go outside of that. It tried to go outside sure. of the cheesy? No, of the structure. It was, it of, was the cheese, my brother. No, 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 no. This is it, like it the tried to go outside of the structure of a rom-com. 
my brother this, in Christ. This is a okay. cheesy movie. This put is the, the cheesiest of fucking movies. I want to say something about it being cheesy. It was, yes, extremely cheesy. There were a lot of, like, corny Don't jokes Don't you tell me it was in a good way. But they did that on purpose. They set out for mm-hmm. it to be a corny rom-com. Like, that was the goal of the movie. Well, and they congratulations. achieved that goal. They did it in they a good Successfully made a shitty movie. And you do know, okay, I noticed this, like, towards, like, the second half of the movie. The reason that they made it so cheesy like I think when I realized this was when they are walking away from the explosion in the in the shopping cart, and you know how it was like slow motion, and the cool guy was there, you know. Mm-hmm. It's because their adventure is a representation of her book, so it's like the the real life adaptation of her book. So of course it's going to be corny. It's, of course it's going to be like have those slow mo moments, you know, because it's it's the book, right? Exactly. Yeah. I, I love, I love, a shitty you, book I, love I love what you just said, Anthony. That, that was perfect. Anthony's mm-hmm. spitting facts, but it doesn't uh, make up for the fact that the movie was dog shit. You uh, gotta give more reasons than it's dog shit. I will. Uh, and it's corny. Just, uh, they're just uh, spoiler reasons, so I can't really say well, much other than it was not, a I wasn't, corn fest. I'm not saying it's dog shit. I'm just saying like, I just didn't like the movie compared to his other roles. But I would recommend, Queen. especially if you were a fan of rom-coms. I don't remember the last good rom-com besides this one that i watched i don't watch many either though so that's also fair so if you're in the rom-com scene no, um, recommend this you movie. can watch 13 ghosts uh, I, say, I will say there's a lot of better rom-coms this is more of the action-based rom-com mm-hmm. but i do think it's good but that's why i think it's cool because it goes outside the structure of regular rom-com with right. its story right it's a action rom-com action rom-com exactly i actually did chuckle a little bit too there was a couple good jokes. All right. Well, that being said, Alex, do you recommend? I mean, there's people, I, there's people with humor like that, like dumbed down humor, in my opinion. So I think I would recommend it. Bro, you Three cannot of... say dumbed down humor when you watch Auntie Donna. Okay. Man, Auntie Donna is so funny, bro. Didn't you enjoy that show, too? I did, but I'm saying you can't say this is dumbed down humor if you like that. It's so fucking funny. Dude. That, if you are saying, out there, if you are out there and you're watching Auntie Donna, dude, it's gonna can, fuck you up. You're so also saying funny. whoever watches that is stupid. I am stupid. Well, yeah. Oh, all right. I just, don't, I just don't enjoy this kind of stupid movie. All right. Well, three out of four hooligans recommend. Um, so, if you guys haven't watched this movie, uh, go. Um, Three out of four of us recommend you go watch it and come back. I recommend you just listen all the way through. Uh, save yourself the two hours. But we're going to slide into our spoiler review. So if you guys are checking out, check out our socials, the Hooligan Hangout. Pretty much across the board, uh, Instagram, it's underscore the Hooligan Hangout underscore. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just uh, the Pick go. Go watch the movie, come back, and we'll slide right into the spoiler section. Mm, slide. All right. Noah, pros, go. Pros, here we go. I already said most of them. It's corny, but I got a few chuckles. Uh, the story is really, excuse me, the story is pretty solid. I thought it worked. Well, give an example. Except for, except, except for the whole. Um, no, no, you don't get to say except. We're in the pros. Okay. 
Well, then I oh. thought this. I thought the story really worked with, especially with um, Sandra Bullock's whole arc with her husband. I I, re- I really liked how. It's weird because it's definitely like I said, it's different because it is a rom com of like an adventure movie. But even then, they pulled together some pretty good actors for the whole thing. And I, I thought the story worked with the book thing. Like Anthony said, it's a reflection of your whole um, journey. And it, then I really liked her character arc and how she just how she realized she doesn't have to be doing this like all the time. Like this is a, like her, her books are a good thing. They bring joy to everybody. And like she can still live her life. Like she learned to be out of the shadow of her husband as a widow. She learned to be happy again. I don't want to steal too much. Solid. Solid. All right, Anthony. Um, I feel like me and Noah have a lot of the similar pros. Um, like it, like he said, it is refreshing. It's a little different. Um, even I feel like you're gonna say that the fighting may have been a con, oh, but I think even that was a pro because, like I said, it is the representation of the book, and it is supposed to be a little corny, like an old-school type of rom-com, old-school kind of action. So the fighting, of course, is going to reflect that. And it wasn't the most realistic, but I feel like it helped. I feel like it helped set the tone of the movie. Like, I feel like it helped (laughs) set the type of movie that it is. You know, it's not supposed to be taken extremely serious, you know? Yeah, I was regarding the fighting. That whole scene with the Brad Pitt was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He walked in and just like destroyed shit, the whole village. It was kind of funny. And then even I, I laughed because every time he would like hit someone, Channing Tatum would hit him back, and he'd be like, "Dude, he's already unconscious." And he's, he's like, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, man, I know." Yeah. I think the funny part about that is he would be like, "Bro, why'd you have to do that? Like, we're we're peaceful, bro." Yeah, and like just bro, turn what? around and fucking spark like and Batman kick someone. And Robin. He's like, oh yeah, I know, I knew he was already down, man. My bad. And I will say, it's Channing Tatum. A lot of times, especially <laughs> in action movies, he's gonna be. He's usually like the big guy. You know, he's like the big. He can do anything. And he was like mm-hmm. the, the opposite in this movie. He was kind of like the the wuss. And I like the guy that. in the way. Yeah. The guy in the way. Yeah, he wasn't like the action. He hero. was a uh, he was Jonah Hill's character from Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> I really did like Daniel Radcliffe. Cliff. I thought his performance was underrated. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Say it, Alex. Why Put it back you... in your mic. Put it back in your mic. Slip it back in. Uh, anyways, uh, my original thought about Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I always enjoy seeing him on screen, especially playing villain-like characters. Um, I don't know if you have seen Horns before, but that was one of his finer uh, villain arc movies, from, in my oh, opinion. I need to see that. Dude, it's so good. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, but like I said, him playing a uh, like an evil character is refreshing, because you know a lot of people recognize him from Harry Potter as being this um, the boy who lived, uh, <laughs> and then you know going from that from his early stages of being like this boy hero to being like this like big bad, it was like it was a good arc in my opinion. I love seeing him like that, and he deserves to be recognized outside of just Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah. just, just call his real life an arc. Yeah, homie had his Joker arc. <laughs> even uh, sorry, a little bit sidetracked, but even Dan Radcliffe said they said if they made another Harry Potter, he doesn't want to be part of it. He, no, he wants to do the Cursed Child. I don't know if y'all seen no, that. No, he he said uh, he d- didn't want to. He actively I mean, said they, he didn't want to because no. he and I, it's, I guarantee he was just it's getting he wants to get, out of the shadow yeah, of it. Yeah, 
Which I don't blame it. It's kind of like Robert Pattinson in Twilight. Like that's that's all people knew him for. Um, not me. I watched like all. No, of I'm talking about the that. the majority of the majority yeah. of his fans. You know what I mean? Well, I wouldn't call them fans, but you know. Um, <laughs> I think you just meant the general audience, which is the complete uh, opposite of what you just said. The, the Twilight <laughs> spitting folks out there. Um, but yeah, like I said, Daniel Radcliffe was one of the most refreshing parts of the movie, in my opinion, for being a dumbed down movie. Stop saying that word, dog. Who gonna, who gonna check me? <laughs> me? The comment section? <laughs> I hope so. Um, um, I will say, um, for the many flaws that I had picked from it, uh, it was really, really pretty movie. It was shot really, really nice. Like that's a, that's a good. One. I, I really, it was really refreshing to see a bright color, brightly color graded film. Like a lot of saturation in the colors. I feel like recently we watched a lot of like dark toned movies, and it was nice to see them like see a movie that leans into all the bright greens of the foliage and like the main girl was wearing a bright pink sequin suit for the longest part of the movie. It was just nice to see like vibrant vibrance in in movies in this movie i'll I'll say this i did make a take saying um this is before because it's just from watching the trailers and stuff i didn't know what fully the movie was going to be but i said it kind of looks like a better uncharted just like with the whole adventure aspect and and a big reason i said that too is because just the environment looks a lot more pleasing yeah it's a lot more you know felt like a jungle there yeah that being said so you got um, Edward, I'll let you go start with the negatives. I don't want to go first. Why? You're, I thought you're, you're, dog you're, you're, you're the most outspoken guy here. Because I have the most to say. So that we can say ours and you'll still have more. Yeah. That's, that's, okay, yeah. Go, go but, ahead. But you always make Anthony go first when he has something negative. Yes. Pop off this. I have, I have a laundry list. What? I wouldn't want to steal y'all's. Cause... Oh, that, are you sure, brother? Yeah. I'm okay, no. Positive. You and I are first. Uh, you go first, though. <laughs> you and I are first, <laughs> but mostly you. <laughs> okay, uh, hold on. Let me see. Um, I did say I laughed a little bit, but there was a lot of jokes that were just very, like, drawn out. Like, um, what was that? There was, I don't remember, but there was one joke in particular that was, like, super drawn out the entire movie. I forgot what it was. There was, it was, like, some, like, joke between the two. <laughs> it was, like, reoccurring. Yeah, 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 and it kept it kept going until like the end, and then I was just like, "All right, bro, it's not funny anymore." <laughs> but it just beat a dead horse at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second thing was I didn't really like. I got the whole like, "Oh, we got to find this ancient artifact." The villain cared about it more than anyone, but I didn't really care for it to begin with, so it was really disappointing that it was just like a metaphor or whatever. Yeah. Oh, there's no treasure. It's just a metaphor. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. There's like no end game. Um Did you say end game? Shut up, dude. <laughs> Don't get into that, bro. Um and then lastly, uh, I said it earlier, I never bought into their romance. But that's about all I have negative other than that I enjoyed the film. Okay. I thought it was solid. I thought the main thing for me Well, okay, let me just put this out there because I was thinking about it during the movie. It's not against the movie, but I just want to say it. I just want an adventure movie like this where there's no villain also trying to get the treasure can i I just want to see them go get the treasure like every single movie always has to have the same villain they're always the same villain well i mean it's kind of hard to go against an ancient temple 
what's about to say if it's just the heroes going through this journey where's the suspense there's no suspense well, if there's like no I'm... one putting there would be no suspense if there's no one applying the pressure for them to do it i feel like if someone was able to do that it would be such a good movie and so i'm, I'm sure i could a... find an example but I, what, can... I got one what if it's like tomb raider tomb raider's about ancient gods and stuff yeah but they had, but she has opposition but they don't have a villain also looking for the same treasure. That's what no, I'm saying. But but the, but the whole treasure and stuff she studies is all ancient gods and stuff. So, like, yeah. the ancient gods are the villain once she gets to the treasure. That's oh, wild. you mean, like, The Last of Us? Like, the original... Uh, not The Last of Us, but the original Uncharted. I was Uncharted. like, what are you talking about, bro? Uncharted. You know, when he fought all those fucking demons and shit. I guess reason. you could say that, yeah. The real Uncharted. But the only... The one flaw that I did notice is you could easily... How do I even put it? You could go to the bathroom at any point of this movie and not miss anything. Like, that's a good. I did. I actually, I didn't didn't tell you no. I actually did not end up watching it in theater because I missed my showtime. Dang. So yeah, but I ended up watching it on my computer, and there were times where, for like every, there was like two minute, three minute, four minutes that I'd like zone out and be on my phone or something. I was gonna say that too earlier. I didn't miss a single thing. It was more so at the beginning, though, for me. Yeah. That's my that's my only flaw, though. <coughs> Alex? Uh, I just heard Roach's cough, and it kind of threw me off for a second. Because <laughs> I heard it first. I heard it first outside of my headphone. And then I heard it in my headset. I was like... <laughs> uh, I think, uh, like I said, the only one of the parts I didn't like about the movie was Chad and Tana. Um, he has... I mean, I get, like, it's like this, like, supposed to be this refreshing rock um but he just can't. He's kind of, in my opinion, he's kind of like his own Dwayne, The Rock Johnson or Kevin Hart. They always play their same characters. He's just some goofy dude like all the time. And I get like that's maybe like his personality and shit. But like, Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street are probably one of his only good movies that he's ever put out. Well, that's what Anthony was saying earlier, though. Usually he plays that stereotypical guy. In this one, he got stereotyped and was like, no, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm sensitive. And No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I didn't see it that way. Like, that's the part where I disagree with Anthony. I still saw him as this goofy fucking character that even though he was in people's way, he was still goofy. And um, like I said, I get it to rom-com. Um, I honestly preferred his role in uh, This Is The End, where he played a bitch for... Uh, What's his face? Uh, you, you remember that? You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. I preferred that role over this role. And, last, he just, the and then he just died. Yeah, he, he was humping his leg. And that, that was like funny moment number 3,444. <laughs> Channing Tatum humps leg. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's like, but he's like, uh, not to, um, I'm, I'm trailing off the railroad right now. Like I'm sidetracking. Um, but I think, like I said, that's my opinion on this movie. And I may mm-hmm. have said that it was a dumbed-down movie, and, like, I know I watch dumb shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But this goes beyond that scope of dumb shit, and it's just, you know, it's not... It doesn't do it for me. It doesn't It doesn't get my kicks off with funny. What? You can't tell me it's dumber than shit you watch, dude. Dude, I'm a, I would go... I, I would die on this hill. That Auntie Donna is so much funnier than this movie. Wait, well, yeah, but it's I'm not dis. I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying it's different co- comedy. Yeah. I get it, but I mean, like that's why I said, like I compared it to like uh, Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. Like, they're... it's not your, it's not your cup of tea. Yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, to be fair, I I do like rom coms. Like I do enjoy myself a good rom com. Uh, like, you know, I feel like Ghost, can... my best friend's girl, 
shit like that's that. That's fine if it's not your type of comedy and not something that you enjoy, but I don't think you can say that it was bad comedy. Do you want to be kissed? Well, to him, he thinks it's bad, <laughs> is what he's saying. Yeah, in my opinion. It's just my Some opinion. Some people bro. think that's funny. Okay. Yeah. Some people Anthony, don't. Anthony, Tri-Cities construct my argument. Me. Like, I just don't like movie. I just don't think that your opinion is valid and I think you can get off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Twitch chat. Twitch, Twitch, Twitch chat. Clip that. Clip that real quick. <laughs> Clip that, guys. We're not on Twitch, bro. It's, I know. That's the fucking joke. Alright, Edward. What do you have to say? Edward. No, no, no. Okay. It's I'll me. Be... I'm the joke. No, I feel like I can't even talk anymore because you're just going to say no and then ignore it. But pull out that grocery list then. This is genuinely probably one of the most poorly written stories I have ever witnessed in like a romantic comedy. I'm glad you said in a romantic comedy. Before you continue, how many romantic comedies do you have to base off of that claim? The same amount of musical games watched. No, I've definitely watched my fair share of these because my mom would have me watch them with her all the time. Hmm. So I do have a fair amount of knowledge. Okay, okay. I'm not saying all rom coms are bad. Genuinely, it is a really like corny, corny uh, genre to begin with. So I already know kind of what I'm getting into when I go into one. This one, like Alex said, was genuinely unfunny throughout the entire thing. The funniest part of the movie was slapstick comedy, which every guy just defaults to. <laughs> that was kind of funny. It, it made me breathe harder through my nose. Yeah, that was pretty much all that it got out of me. Was like, I, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that one quick whiff. <laughs> yeah, but back to the story. Anthony's so, ready to say something. It was. No, I was, was going to say, I give you that. Can we start giving up his Goku powers? It was <laughs> like really, 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 really <laughs> like bottom of the barrel generic movie. It was and just I, a bunch I, of the dick jokes. And I can I can get where like Anthony said it's supposed to represent a woman's romantic book, a romantic adventure book. But those books are trash <laughs> to begin hey, with. So putting that, that my, in a movie makes it even worse. That was my early reading material as a child. Like it was like all the worst things about like the books that star like Fabio, but they like took the worst parts of it, amped it up to ten, and then stuck Shanning Tatum to play Fabio. But the whole point was that her books were all like everyone loves them because they're all satire and horny. But then they went on a real thing, and it was like real life, and they had to almost die and do all this these things to endure. Well, to that's, and that's and I'm telling you that that idea, they did it stupidly. They did not execute that idea well at all. The action side, it was like they had like one good action scene at the beginning with Brad Pitt and then they shot him in the head and immediately all the good action scenes just went out the window. I will say I, agree, I will say the part that made me fucking burst out laughing in the theater is when they fucking shot his ass in the head. I fucking started dying crazy. in the fucking movie. I, I was laughing it, my fucking ass it, off, dude. And I was like, hold up, is it did that just happen? Oh yeah, surprising. I didn't expect him to. Dude, I was fucking dying. I was the only one laughing in the theater, but I didn't give a shit, dude. That shit made me laugh. Brad Pitt was the boy who lived, though. Dude, that <laughs> end scene fucking was the most dumbest shit I've ever seen. What? Bro, we I don't even we care, saw your brain bro. get funny. blown out, 
Yeah, I use the other 10%. Shut the fuck up. But that being said, the plot, super corny. Damsel in distress gets kidnapped. Uh, unlikely hero, ghost saves her. Fall in love, happily ever after. Boom, generic she, fairy tale. But She wasn't really a damsel, though. She showed that she could think for herself. She was literally tied to a chair. For the first half of the movie. Yeah. Second half, she was fine. Damn, so in distress. This, this was basic. Yeah, this was almost like the the Disney animated Rapunzel movie, but horny. That's the point of a rom com. <laughs> yeah, but it was bad horny. Like, I wanted at some point in the movie, I wanted to put a throb counter just to see how many times throb can say throb and pulsate. They're trying to make fun of it. I was about go, to say, go, go, watch, you go, watch, or? go watch Fifty Shades if you want to see Bad Horny. That was, no, I'm saying it wasn't funny. They tried to do it as a joke, but that shit just wasn't funny. It was just really cringy, and it just did not play off well at all. That is the um, magic of rom-coms. All gotcha. of the, every single actor except for Sandra Bullock overacted by about 200,000%, so every performance was shit. I will say Brad, Daniel Radcliffe. Don't you ever was slander cool. Brad Pitt ever again. He Dude. just went in there and did his shit, and then died, and then came back shit. with some Brad stupid ass corny for... line. Brad Pitt's a multifaceted man. Okay, well I'm saying in this movie he had a bad performance. Okay. No, he didn't. He just had a short, Shit, uh... shitty writing. Okay, we'll call no, it that. He then. just had a he just had a small role. We'll put it either as shitty writing or a bad performance because. It w- he was overacting, like, for sure. But I'm pretty sure that was the director's fault. How many Brad Pitt movies do you watch, bro? He was perfect. He was overacting in this. And his role was written exaggerated too much. Like, if they would have dialed back how heavily they leaned into some of the tropes, it would have been bearable. But, like, this movie, like, for a two-hour-long movie, you'd figured the pacing would be good. You'd figure... That there would be some action to keep you entertained throughout the two-hour movie. Instead, it was like an hour and a half of dialogue and 15 minutes of credits and maybe like 15 minutes of actual action. Right? The fucking credits were so long for no reason. What? <laughs> the credits. The, the credits aren't long The cred- for no reason. The credits are long so the people who worked on the movie can get their name on the screen. <laughs> if you put like a year of your life into a movie, I'm sure you'd want your name on the screen for more than a millisecond. That's all right with me. I don't really get recognized for but shit anyways. Daniel Radcliffe's uh, villain, uh, I didn't find him menacing in the slightest. He definitely uh, came off as crazy, but that was it. Other than that, I was like, this is just a spoiled white boy with a gun. Ooh. I think so too, but like at the same time, I'm not – like I see Daniel Radcliffe as a villain like that. I don't expect him to be this like menacing figure. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe is like 5'2". <laughs> Well, yeah, but like, I, I don't know. You just had a shitty villain, shitty story, over predictable plot, shitty jokes. Homie, wasn't that's it? the point. Of, that's the point of half of rom coms, dog. You're to overthinking this a little bit. To be shit? No, not to be shit. So they they play into the tropes. It, they do it on purpose. Yeah, and they did it in a fucking terrible way. Like this last, I want to say the last good rom com I enjoyed was the one with uh, Kevin Hart. And he was like the single father. That's a rom com. Yeah. I never watched it, but it didn't look like a rom com. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah, 
fatherhood. It is called fatherhood. I liked Palm Springs. Palm Springs was good, but that was because it did something different while still sneaking the tropes in there. But this one was like the most blatant, obvious damsel in distress. Man go save man fall man woman fall in love. Uh, what other what other rom com what other rom coms do that though? You get to see a minute of fucking Shannon Tatum's ass while Sandra Bullock says how big his fucking dick is. Just just what I wanted whenever I fucking went into the movie. Did you watch it with your little brother too? Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah, but um. Uh, let me just summarize my points here. Uh, bad, bad writing, bad comedy, bad acting performance, uh, basic s- story. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and we'll slide into our ratings. Anthony, you haven't said anything. You were looking at your phone. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. He just like, wanted to ignore everything I said so he wouldn't go off on me. Um. You don't have to say anything. Uh, I'm just wondering if you had anything to say. I'll give it a seven. Oh, (laughs) oh! (laughs) I didn't mean. I didn't mean give me your rating. That's cool though. That's cool though. What you just said (laughs) rating? No, no. Yeah, yeah, but I was asking if you had anything to say. Like after that, I don't. Okay, Edward, you give me your rating. I'm going last. Why? Anthony gets to go last whenever he has to go last. What? Alex? Uh, you want my number rating? Mm-hmm. I'll give it a 6 or a 5. I'll give it a 5. I'm giving it... What did I give Uncharted, actually? You gave it, you gave it like an 8, I think. No, I didn't. I gave it a 6. Alright. Close enough. I give this a 6. But what movies have we watched? And what did I... What did I give The Skies Falling and The Moonfall? I gave it a 0, right? Yes, dude. Don't even start. This movie's not even close. No, to I'm, I'm. I'm just trying. I know that's. I'm trying to get a basis for. You gave for, it a two. Like, I know it's way worse. You gave it a two. <laughs> I gave Moonfall a two. Yes. This gets Bloody a three and a half. Huh? This gets a three and a half. If I can go back and rewind my Moonfall review, I'd give that a one, and I'd give this a two. But I can't give this movie a two. Yeah. But I would probably bump Moonfall down to a one or a zero. I'd say a two or below is an unbearable movie, bro. Dude, this was an unbearable movie for me. I did not want to sit through and finish watching it, but I forced myself to for the podcast. Wait, are we doing points? No, I'm not doing you know points. I remember I gave most... Moonfall a two specifically for its CGI. So I do not feel bad about giving this movie a two. This movie is a two. I'm going six point five. Alex, you give it a five five? I give it a five, sir. Five solid five. And Anthony you gave right. it a seven? Just had to write it all down. And we are good. It averages you, out to what, a five. What'd you give it to? What? What'd you give it? A 6.5. Nice. This uh, rounds up to a, or averages out to a hooligan hangout 5 out of 10. Nice. All right. With that being said, um, 
if you guys enjoyed our content, be sure to follow, give us a five-star rating, and uh, speak a little bit on what you enjoyed about us. It sure helps us out and gets us out there. If you guys are watching on YouTube after the fact, um, like, subscribe, comment below what movie uh, you'd like to see us in the future. Um, check out all our socials at the Hooligan Hangout. Uh, follow our TikTok. Uh, we post funny shit there every now and then. Uh, our Instagram, we post live updates about, uh, you know, more live streams and stuff in the future. And uh, keep an eye out for our short film that is coming uh, within the end of the month or uh, the end of April, I guess. Watch it. Um, Watch it so good. Well, uh, you guys have a great morning, night, afternoon, whatever time you're watching this. So we'll see y'all later. Goodbye. Say hi to your mom for us. <laughs>